Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is another episode in Comic Book Month. You see how I saved that shit? I didn't know where I was going when I said this is. <laughs> but uh, we are in July and we're doing comic book movies. And so Katie and I, we are finishing up our to-do list of movies we haven't watched. We're working on it. Yeah, so we... Uh, as we clicked into HBO Max and we're looking around like, fuck, man, that's like 32 of them we haven't seen. So we watched a very recent film from February of 2020. We watched Birds of Prey and the, damn it, I don't have the full name up. Hold up. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, I remember when the name was just Birds of Prey and everybody's like, okay, cool. And then that extra part was added, and people were like, oh. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, I ag- I still agree. That's stupid. After yeah. watching the movie, I was like, like, I get it, but like we didn't need that. Yeah. Birds of Prey would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, so this movie, it's really weird. So uh, this one was like a perfect storm of female people coming together to do it. So after, uh, what was it? Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad uh, it was, what's her name? Margot Robbie was involved with this movie because she... um, They immediately signed her up to continue playing Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn was such a big hit in Suicide Squad. Which is a slam dunk. You really should have her involved. And so uh, she helped produce it. Mm -hmm. And then they had Kathy Yan. Yan? I'm saying Yan. Uh, she's the first Asian American to direct a superhero film, female. And then the screenwriter, a female, uh, the cast is like 90% women. The music, uh, they had Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, tons of female uh, like musicians and stuff. It's good stuff. So What's up, Katie? We are two minutes into this podcast and I am already fucking heated and upset at how shit Warner Brothers marketing was for this film. Um, I cannot say enough praise about this film, but the fact that this was the first superhero movie to be headed by an Asian female director and to have a 90% majority female creative team, much like Wonder Woman, like they didn't use that in their publicity for this movie at all and wonder woman the first wonder woman movie leaned into that completely they were like hey guess what patty jinx she's the first woman who's about to do this shit and it's gonna be fucking incredible and y'all should go watch it because this woman's gonna knock it out of the park and she fucking did but then when this movie came out they didn't say shit about it yeah this movie had the worst publicity that warner brothers has ever put into a superhero flick and is why this movie is widely shit on and not well known because people didn't go see it because the publicity for this movie sucked so it's funny the uh normal people we're the normies review of the movie is good they're like this movie's great it is so good critics Pooped on this movie, which of I don't course really they give did. a fuck about. Of that. course they did. Critics poop on fucking comic book movies. Yeah. End of statement. But yeah, uh, this movie's really damn good. If you haven't it seen so good, Prey film, it's fucking great. Go watch it, please. Uh, yeah. Just stop listening to us 
and go watch this fucking movie. It's on HBO Max, and it is worth your time. Like it's, it is it's, so good. It's absolutely crazy. I remember when it was coming out, the the marketing was not good. I didn't think it was going to be good. Was so bad. I honestly didn't think this movie was going to be good because of just what they showed. I'm like, eh, it'll be all right, I guess. Yeah, the trailer. Whoever cut the trailer, like it sucked. The trailer sucked. The marketing for it, like they didn't describe anything that was happening. They didn't. It was like. It was all focused on Harley Quinn, and they didn't show, like, hardly anyone else in any yeah. of the trailers. like it was going to be a surprise for some of the characters. I'd rather them be a little more in it. Yeah. I understand that Harley is the unofficial, well, she is the official narrator of the story. Yeah. But, like, it, I don't know. It just, the I, other characters. It should have been, it should have been promoted in the same way that they promote the Suicide Squad films. Yeah. Where it's just like, here's a like 20 second clip of some cool shit that we're going to do in the movie. And then here's a fucking splash page of all the character names of the people who are going to be in this film. Like you're getting Harley Quinn and Black Canary and this person and this person and this person and this person. So that people could actually be like, oh fuck, like that's going to be a great movie. Disappointment on all accounts for the fucking marketing team. Like, yeah. Jesus. So, uh, like I said, uh, this cast, they went for it. Margot Robbie, she's back as Harley Quinn. Great. My girl, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, uh, she's the Huntress. Crossbow killer. <laughs> uh, but the Huntress is very, very grumpy and mad. Huntress. I love, Well, Huntress is pretty mean in the comics. Uh, Journey. Smollett. 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 Uh, the good, the good Smollett, not the one that like hurt himself and blamed white so people. Much. Uh, but this one, the one from Full House, is Black Canary. Hey, we got a Black Canary that's black, and I'm fine with that. It was fine. Uh, I loved it, and I loved that they didn't make a big deal about yeah. it. Like, there was no mention. Like, no one even made a joke about that in the film, which I loved them for. They just like, nope, she's just Black Canary. Like, that's it. Yeah. I was like, yes, it's so fucking good. Uh, Rosie Perez, she's Renee Montoya. So a character that came from the uh, animated series, the Batman one. Yeah. It's a character kind of like Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn came from the Batman series. And they were like, damn, you're really cool. You're coming to the comic books. There's not that, that doesn't happen that much. Yeah. But uh, Renee Montoya, she becomes the, the question later. A very detective-y character that doesn't have a face. Um, and then... Uh, Victor Zaz is in this movie. So if you know Batman characters, Zaz is a low-tier bad guy that Batman repeatedly beats up. But he's the one with all the scars on his body. So every time he kills somebody, he puts a little cut in his body. And his body is just... Kind of like Killmonger. Yeah, full of marks. But his marks are all like out of order in dumb spots and shit. Not Killmonger's like... Because he's crazy. Because he lives lines. in Gotham. Yeah. So uh, Katie and I... Because it turns out everyone in Gotham is fucking nuts. Yeah. So Katie and I were looking at the guy that played Zaz in this movie. It literally took us the whole fucking film. <laughs> and then I finally looked it up because I was mad because I couldn't figure it out. It's the doctor it's from... Christmas Christmasina. From uh, the Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. Yeah. Like the boyfriend. I was like, son of a bitch. Because his hair, his hair his was hair shorter. His hair was short and it was blonde. And it just, that, that caught me off guard. Being so. out of, he, not like himself in any other movies and things that i've seen him in he's yeah. very his character in this was very different because yeah. well he was a crazy person of gotham so yeah uh ella j bosco so uh katie 
uh, one of her favorite people of all time. Dante Bosco. Uh, it's his niece. And so uh, he was very pumped. And she is Cassandra Kane. And if you're like, like I was, Cassandra Kane, she's one of, she's not a Robin. She had her own bat suit. And she's, she was a mute. And she learned to talk a little bit. Uh, but she's a super assassin, and Batman said that she's probably the best fighter out of all of them. She's ridiculous. In this one, they make a joke about that, because she starts coughing, and you're like, oh shit, she's a mute too. But then she talks. And I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm alright with that. Uh, Ewan McGregor, he is Black Mask. Once again, another low-level bad guy. Crime Lord. Yes, Crime Lord bad guy. That usually the Robins take on. It's not really Batman's thing, because he's taking care of people that got powers and shit. But Black Mask, it's like, Nightwing's like, I'm taking you down, Black Mask. And he's like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's their fight. So it was really cool. Like I said, it's a low-level situation. I was like, I like this. I like this. Uh, anything Batman-related, it makes me smile. Yeah. And anytime things popped up, I'm like, oh, shit, it's really cool. Oh, so it took me a second. I couldn't remember her name, but Ali Wong, uh, comedian. Comedian? Or the same. Uh, she's amazing. She's very pretty, too. She's uh, hilarious. I love her so much. But she plays, actually plays Montoya's ex-girlfriend, and she's a district attorney. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's good so stuff. It's so good. This cast is absolutely amazing. And hey. Fucking fire. There's what? Two dudes that I brought up? Yeah. On that list? And that's it. There are a lot of, like, meathead bad guys. But, yeah. You know, dudes explode like, and die better, but. It's... It's saying something when the worst, like the least believable character or person actor in this film was Ewan McGregor. Huh? Like, of all of the people that were in this film, he was the least believable in his role. He was still great. Yeah. And But think about Ewan McGregor and all the great shit that he has done in his lifetime and how good of an actor he is. He was the least believable. This cast was fucking stacked. This movie was so good and so underrated. There were so many, and other characters were supposed to be other people, but it just didn't work out. Like, uh, if you hear me talk about Janelle Monet, ooh, Janelle Monet. Uh, ooh, Journey Smollett. Yeah, she was going to be Black Canary. Uh, all these different people, and Margot Robbie was pushing for some people. She's like, I want this. Let's see, throw some money at that person. Uh, but no, the cast was absolutely amazing. I hope that they can do another one. I know they want to do another film, maybe not with Harley there, but something. They want to get uh, a, uh, what's her name? Poison Ivy. That's the one person. they definitely need fucking Harley. Yes, but that's the one character that they don't have around. And if you watch any Harley Quinn shows now or any... Like animated Harley Quinn show is so good. Yeah, any recent uh, Poison Ivy stuff... Her and Harley get together, and they are a really good couple. Power they, couple. They help each other out a lot mentally. They're really good for each other, way better than the Joker. And so uh, in the comics, they are really fun to see together. Uh, so I can't wait to see a Poison Ivy and not just... The only Poison Ivy we got was uh, Uma Thurman, and that was what? 97. Yeah. So it's been that long since we had a movie... Legitimate Uma Poison Thurman. Ivan. Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy. So it's it's been a bit. So And there are a lot of really talented, like naturally redheaded actors. Yeah. Like, I think there are tons of people I that can make it work. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll probably make someone a redhead for it and mm. just do it like that. Uh, we'll see. I mean 
sure. I'm Team Emma Stone if they're going to make somebody a redhead. Ooh, that'd be but fun. That's because I really like her as a redhead. So <laughs> That'd be really nice. Okay, so uh, we'll get into this movie. The story, so, hey, the narrator, uh, the person telling the story is Harley Quinn, and she's known for being crazy. So the story jumps around hardcore, and so uh, the way we'll probably talk about it will be very streamlined as we can. But the way they do intros and explanations of people's story is the second you meet them, they start just doing stuff. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? And they're like, oh, yeah, I never explained this person to you. Let's go back. Let's rewind and explain who and this person And then the movie is. rewinds and it shows Katie's story and why she's upset and why she's doing these things. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, hey, let's go back five minutes and then do some more stuff. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what's, what's Otis doing over there? Well, I got to explain Otis to you now. So uh, it's really cool situation. So it's actually four years after Suicide Squad. So, at the end of Suicide Squad, you saw Jared Leto Joker break Harley out. Because everyone gets something from them saving the world. You know, Croc got a TV, so you can watch BET and the Big Booty Girls. Uh, uh, Will Smith got to visit with his daughter daughter. and stuff. And Harley got a cappuccino machine. Because that's all she really wanted. And then Jared Leto blows up in the wall. It's like, let's get the fuck out of here. And so, hooray! Four years later... Joker breaks up with Harley, and this happens a lot in the comic books. But this one, abusive, yeah, trash, terrible. So, but this time it's for good, and we see the back of Jared Leto's head and body. It wasn't really Jared Leto. They got this musician. They don't ever talk. It's just like yeah, you see what is supposed to be the Joker. Yeah, but for that like quick scene, they got this musician that like is like the same size and stuff, and it works for Jared Leto because he was busy. He really wanted to do it, but his like the schedules didn't work. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be a lot anyway, so he's like, it's fine. Yeah. So I like that he would come back. We do see him come back in Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. And he does a new scene as Joker. I like him as Joker. So do I. It's, you know, people were a little grumpy with how he well, looks. Yeah, tattoos. Yes. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I thought he did amazing. He was really it weird. It makes sense that someone who is psychotic and like a crime boss would have all sorts of crazy tattoos on their face because yeah. literally normal fucking people have tattoos on their face. So yeah. I thought he did absolutely amazing in the role, but what do I know? So <laughs> a lot actually. <laughs> so uh, after she is kicked out, uh, it's kind of the steps of a breakup. Uh, she cuts her hair and then the second she cuts it, she's like, Oh fuck, what did I do? <laughs> Uh, and she gets herself an apartment, and it's above a Taiwanese restaurant, and uh, the owner's name is Doc, and so she adopts a hyena. Uh, in the comic books, she has two, uh, Bud and Lou, named after Abbott and Costello, but um, they didn't want to do that, so they just had one because apparently it was a little too much. Apartment. It was a little too much money to have two CGI hyenas. Makes sense. Because it was just a dog, and then they, you know. Yeah. So it's like that's a lot of money. So Makes they sense. had one, and she names it Bruce after that hunky Wayne guy. So I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, that's actually kind of canon. They actually uh, Harley really likes Bruce Wayne. She's mm-hmm. like, you're really hot, and are you single? Like, why are you single? You're really hot. And he's like, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> She's like, I'm not the kidnap you now. And so it's really funny. So um, Harley doesn't tell anybody that she broke up with Joker because. 
she gets a lot of benefits because she's Joker's girlfriend. And so she goes to Roman Sionis, uh, Black Mask, I'm just going to, or say Ewan McGregor. So, goes to Ewan McGregor's nightclub and gets just blasted. Absolutely she gets so fucked up. destroyed. And she's like shot after shot after shot. She's like, fuck it. And so this driver, uh, actually Black Mask's driver, starts talking shit because she spills a drink on him. And he tells her to sit her drunk ass down. And then she's like, okay. And jumps down and just blows out his ankles the wrong way. His knees. His knees. Because <laughs> his, legs, his legs are like up on a table in front of him. He's like sitting with his legs up. And she jumps right onto his up legs and busts his, bends his kneecaps backwards. It blows his shit up. And yep. so uh, it's it's really funny. And so she actually and also meets. gross. Yeah. Oh, there are a lot of people get their shit blowed up in this movie. Well, yeah. It's Literally and figuratively. So she meets Dinah Lance, and I was like, oh, shit, it's Dinah Lance. Uh, Black Canary, she's the singer at the nightclub. And because of course she is. Yeah, she's got a good voice. Yep. And later on, she actually saves Harley from an abduction. So Harley got really fucked up that night. And then this dude's like, hey, you want to you wanna party? And she's like, nah, not really. And she's super duper drunk. And a van rolls up, and they were about to snatch her up. And they're like, hey, isn't that Joker's girlfriend? He's like, not anymore. <laughs> And then she actually saves the day and beats the fuck out of all of them. Seeing this, Zaz tells Black Mask, is like, hey, she's really good. She could be the new driver. And so she gets a better job, one that she doesn't really want because it's dangerous. She just wants to be a singer. And so the next night, like I said, it's all out of order. But we see at the beginning of the movie that Harley blows up the Ace Chemical Plant where her and Joker were created. And so if you know that lore... Joker fell into the plant when he was uh, the Red Hood, and he gets crazy, and his skin gets all light, and then when he finds Harley, and she breaks him out of Arkham, Arkham. he takes her to the chemical plant, dumps her in, and she gets super crazy, gives her like a lobotomy, kind of, shocks her brain, and dumps her in, so her skin is really light, too. So she drives a fuel truck into the Ace Chemical plant, blowing it up, as... To just tell the world that she's not with Joker anymore. She said, fuck the Joker. Right? And so, the detective, Renee Montoya, uh, I feel bad for her because she keeps getting screwed out of everything, opportunities and all that stuff because, I mean, dudes keep taking Sexism. the... Yeah. Dudes keep taking the credit for all the things that she does and it really sucks. That's a major plot point in this movie. Sexism. It's trash. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> Just like in Aquaman. <laughs> so, Renee Montoya, she is investigating these killings carried out by a crossbow killer. And so, uh, it's funny. They go to this crime scene and, and Renee's like, it was just one person. And the dude's like, what are you talking about? It was like six bullets everywhere it was probably six dudes did it she's like no one person did it and this one guy's got a crossbow in his throat she came this person came to kill this one person and they're like okay renee you're crazy and she's like no it's a killer out there she said she oh she did Mm -hmm. she says she killed she came to kill this one person and everyone all the cops are that are around are like uh that's absurd there's no way a girl could do this like, how do you know it was a girl? Like, this was totally a dude and more than one dude because so many people are dead. Yeah. And she pulls out the the arrow that's like, or pu- maybe doesn't pull it out, but notices on the arrow that's in the main guy's neck that she was talking about, 
there was a hair. Like oh, a long yeah. female hair. And you're like, this is how I know it was a girl. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. So you see her name, I tell you, is a smart person. And everyone else is dumb around her. They just are really good at stealing fucking credit. Why doesn't credit. she work with Batman? Uh, no, I know. She does yeah. the comics, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But. So uh, she realizes that Harley is going to be in danger now because she doesn't have the protection of the Joker behind her. That's one reason why a lot of people don't get fucked with because it's like, oh, if I screw with Katie, then the joke is going to come for us. So fuck it. You're like immortal to us. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, you're not with him anymore? I'm going to fuck you up because you did these things to me way back in the day. Yeah. And so the for the, a chunk of the movie, Harley is just on the run from everybody because everyone's got Every something out for her. Every gang in Gotham is trying to fucking kill Harley. Because she's done something to she's them. She's done some dumb shit to <laughs> everyone. So Renee Montoya, she tries to actually get Dinah... Uh, to be an informant because the last driver was her informant because she's trying to find she's trying to build a case against black mask yes and so she's like hey your mom helped out the gcpd back in the day with her powers like i know you got them too you should help us out and she's like my mom died in the middle of the street with no cops to help her i don't want it to be like that so y'all go fuck yourselves which is very reasonable amen yeah good for you girl (laughs) that's very reasonable so um uh, Black Mask, he sends Dinah and his right-hand man, my boy Zaz. It's so cool to see a live-action one. I know there's one in Gotham, and he did pretty good, uh, but it was really cool because this guy did really good at Zaz. I, I had yeah, a great time with it. So uh, there is a diamond with account numbers for the forger from the Bertinelli. Yeah. Bertelli. Bertelli. Bertinelli. I'm going to say it wrong every time. This crime family. <laughs> and they got massacred a long, long time ago. And so there's a diamond out there. And lo and behold, Cassandra Kane, she is not a mute. And she is not being trained by assassins. Other people are trained by assassins in this movie. But she is a pickpocket. A, a little ne'er-do-well. And it's really cool. But she actually steals the diamond from Zaz. She doesn't understand what she's stealing. She just... Walks down the street and just grabs shit from everybody mm-hmm. as she's going. And she steals a diamond. And so she gets arrested because she stole 20 things from everybody in mm-hmm. the street. And she gets caught. When she's in the cop car, she sees that it's a fucking diamond. She's like, oh, God. And swallows it after she's arrested. Because she's like, uh. It's insane. It was a big-ass diamond. Like, how did you not But it? they're going to check her her person. No, and- no, no, no. I get it. It's oh, just yeah. like unbelievable that you could swallow a diamond that big like that's so fucking big oh yeah <laughs> like that would have got caught in your assault like you would have died yeah so harley um there is this egg bacon cheese sandwich that is like the best thing in the world mm-hmm. and so she gets up early and she gets one and she's like this is the rest of my money i just want the sandwich and i'll figure out my life she's after all hung this. over she's just like fuck it all i want is a sandwich and so she's about to take a bite and then everybody and their mama pops out trying to kill her. And then her sandwich hits the street. I swear she quotes how Batman feels inside. It's like when you lose someone you care about. And the sandwich just falls into the street. And she's yep. like, oh, it's slow-mo. And three different people are like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but then she gets arrested. Yeah. Well, Renee Montoya starts chasing her down. Yeah. And so she's running away. She thinks she gets away from Renee. And then uh, she actually gets caught by this gigantic man. 
and he's like, you put this tattoo on my face, or you dared the Joker back in the day to tattoo my face like a clown. She's like, oh, yeah. I mean, that was really Joker's problem. I just dared him, so it's not really me you're mad at. And then he start, he's ready to fight. Arrow goes into his throat, and she's like, what the fuck? She actually gets by, behind his dying body, and is like, why are you shooting arrows? And she's, like, scared of the arrow person. And then cars roll up. Black Mask goons find her and snatch her up. And so you find out that Black Mask has been waiting, waiting for the chance for her to not have protection from the Joker. And he's like, I'm going to cut your fucking face off, and you're about to get the shit tortured out of you. And she's like, hold up, hold up. Uh, I heard that you are looking for a diamond. He's like, I can help you out with that. It's like, this is what I do. I find people and do stuff. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a shot. He's like, find this person. And so she breaks into the GCPD and fights her way to Cassandra with a grenade launcher that shoots out non-lethal, like, uh, beanbags. And uh, I've seen videos. Glitter. Some are glitter, some are beanbags. Some are glitter, some are beanbags, and, and some, some are, are like smoke. color. Yeah. Like smoke bombs. So uh, I've seen videos of people getting hit with beanbag. I'm not like, trying to get hit shotgun. with a beanbag like that. That, that, that makes, horrible. That makes you get quiet. Yeah, it's like a t-shirt can't, like a beanbag getting shot of a t-shirt can. You fucking die. Like, that's horrible. I, I saw this dude. He was like in a tree, and they're like, get down. And he's like, fuck you. And they're like, boop. Shot him in the back. He's like, mm. it just <laughs> fell out the tree. That shit hurt, apparently. I bet. Beanbags are not no joke. Those things are hefty. He said, ow. <laughs> so Harley actually breaks Cassandra out because she's locked up. And then she inadvertently opens up all the cages. And so all the people are like, hey, it's Harley. She did that dumb shit to me once. I'm going to kill you. And so she starts fighting everybody. And so it's really cool to see the fighting styles of everybody. Harley's all about gymnastics because... Uh, I want to say... She was like a circus clown. Yeah. And and she does that. Later on, we see Renee Montoya. She's all about just popping people in the mouth with her fists because she's really strong. And she's a cop. Uh, Huntress, she's all throws and uses weapons. And uh, Black Canary, she's kicks. Mm-hmm. She's all kicky. So uh, they do a whole lot of fighting and they actually escape from all this stuff. And so Harley and Cassandra... They bond at Harley's apartment, and it's really cute. She finally has someone to, to talk to and hang out with. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, they try to get... Harley gives her, like... Um, oh, my gosh. What is that shit called that makes you poop? Oh, laxatives She gives stuff. her, like, laxatives and feeds her, like, oatmeal and shit. She's trying to get her to shit because she swallowed the diamond. She's yeah. Like, I'm going to feed you all these different things. Like, we need you to shit so we can get this diamond out. Yeah. So, Doc, uh, the bottom floor of the apartment is the restaurant. And so, he knows everything about everybody in town. And then, the crossbow killer comes in asking for information. And so, we we get the backstory on the crossbow killer, Huntress. And so, it's Helena Bertinelli. So, when that massacre of that mafia family happened... She was the daughter, and she just faked like she was dead. And one of the goons sees that she's still alive, sneaks her out, and adopts her. And his family is... In Italy. Yeah, is a family of assassins. Uh, Yeah. And so she gets raised up by assassins and just trains, kind of like Batman. (laughs) With the intention of basically avenging her family's death and killing all the people 
that mowed them down in her house. Yeah, so it's really, really cool. So her name is Huntress, and so I like that it took a while for her to get to her intro thing, but yeah. she's around. I like the way they did it, though. Yeah. She was very mysterious for, like, half the movie. It was oh, great. yeah. So Harley's apartment is just straight exploded. They shoot a bomb just into her window, and she's like, what the fuck? And then the apartment blows up, and she can't find Bruce. Bruce is gone. And she's very sad. She's like, where's my, where's my... Where's my hyena? And then they scoot off, and we find out that Doc sold Harley out. And he got a lot of money for it. And he's like, my bad. It's just money. Like, it's just business. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I can start a new business. I got a in a lot. nicer area. Yeah, I got a lot of money for selling you out. And she's very depressed and sad about this. And it kind of breaks her. And then she calls Black Mask and is like, hey, I have the kid. Meet me at this uh, amusement park, the Booby Trap, which is mm-hmm. a really good name for an amusement park. And just meet me there. Well, I think the Booby Trap was a specific ride at that amusement park. Oh. Like, well, it was the fun house. Was oh, okay. The, That's the a sweet-ass name anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so while this is happening, Black Canary notifies Montoya of the meetup. So Montoya's on her way. And then while that's happening, Zaz knows that Black Canary is not a super bad guy like them. She's like, you know, Zaz is like, no, she's not with us. And so Black Mask is like, okay, well, take care of her too. So everyone converges at the the amusement park and Montoya gets there first and meets up with Harley. And Harley, they fight and it's really cool to see like Rosie Perez like doing some swings like mm-hmm. she's older but she looks great absolutely yeah. amazing and but harley knocks her out of a window it's like see you later and zaz comes in tranquilizes harley and then puts a gun to black canary's head and it's like i know you're not with me you're not with this whole situation so i want you to cut that kid's stomach open and get that diamond out that's the only way i can believe that you're on the up and up. And she's like, we can just, like, get it out and make her throw up or something. He's like, nah, kill that kid or I'm going to kill you and that kid right now. And so everyone's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Boom. Hey, Arrow hits Zaz right in the throat. Hooray. So uh, Huntress pops up. And so it all comes together. Harley comes out of the tranquilizer and she starts, like, lightly stabbing Zaz's body with the... <laughs> with the uh dart and so we find out huntress this was the last person on her list zaz was actually one of the goons that shot her family up and so she's like i'm good she's like i'm i'm leaving that was the last person i needed to kill so i'm gonna go do something else with my life harley realizes that oh shit we're all in one spot this is weird looks outside black mask has rolled up with hundreds of goons and she realizes that oh shit He's here for all of us because he hates me. I've done way too much to him, so it makes sense that he wants me dead. Renee, you're trying to build a legit case on him, so if he gets you out the way, no one else gives a shit. Huntress, you killed tons of his people, so, you know, you're on his radar now. And Black Canary, you just betrayed the guy, and that's why he sent Zaz up here to kill you, so he wants us all dead. So, and what's some of my favorite words in the movie... We need to work together. Mm-hmm. And this movie becomes amazing after this. Um, they it all, was already great. Yeah. 
But this scene in particular, this ending montage, the like fight sequence is fucking fire. So they don't have that many guns left, and they find some of Harley's old gear. So some of her mallets and bats, and uh, some of her bustiers that mm-hmm. uh, Renee puts on one. <laughs> Because uh, you got to keep the girls protected, as she says. Yeah. And they, they get ready for the fight. And so they go down this slide as the bad guys roll in. And they all split up. And it's that kind of really cool fight. Like in the first Avengers movie, where everyone's kind of like maybe five steps away from each other. But they're in their own little bubble of fighting. But then certain points, like Katie will get closer to me. And I'll like grab her and toss her into somebody. And then she'll come back and just, like, shoot a beam past me to, like, watch my back. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And then they start fighting again. This scene's awesome. And so the whole time, Cassandra, being a little kid, is just kind of, there's no way, no place for her. a little kid. Yeah. Untalented, not a talented fighter at this point. Yeah. There's no place for her to hide, per se. And so she's constantly moving. And then the girls have to come in and kind of. Like whip her around. Yeah, move her out her. the way. Yeah. And fight. Uh it's super fun. And it's cool because we get more of Huntress and Huntress is raged filled, but everyone keeps saying that she's fucking badass. And little by little she smiles more and she kinda calms down. Yeah. It's really cool. All of them just like each other. <laughs> and so, um, they do a lot of fighting. But Cassandra gets grabbed by a black mask as they're on their way out to the front door. Renee gets shot in the chest, and everybody's like, oh, shit. But then you find out that bustier she put on, some of Harley's old gear, was bulletproof. And like, see? See? That's why I wear it. It's bulletproof. Protects the girls, man. And so uh, Black Mask hops in the car, and they're like, they're getting away. I just need an opening. I need somebody to do something. And then Black Canary uses her powers. And Finally. She, she does her supersonic scream. Oh, it's so good. It's fucking cool. It's so good. And she knocks out so many bad guys, pushes cars out of the way, and Harley hops on her skates and uses the power of the scream to scoot her forward. And so she's skating after the car, and we have a sweet-ass chase scene. And actually, the Huntress hops up on her motorcycle and is guiding, like, gives her a little rope and they scoot up on the car and she actually takes out one of the cars full of goons and then Huntress whips her just like in roller derby whips her forward to the main car she crashes out and so Harley is by herself fighting its black mask and the driver she takes out the driver and black mask the car crashes and so they end up on this pier was it uh what was the name of that fucking pier it was so creepy I don't know, Gotham Pier? Yeah, but... It's just it had, creepy as fuck. Yeah, but it had all these, like, it had weird statues. statues. All of, the way down. Yeah, it was I guess like maybe famous people. Famous people of, of Gotham. And so... um, Oh, uh, she has one bullet and a gun. And she thinks she sees Black Mask's head. And she's like, I'm Harley fucking Quinn. And shoots it. Really good shot. But she hit a statue. And Black Mask is like, oh, well, that was a really good shot. But you really suck. And so... I'ma kill this kid. Yeah, I'ma kill I'm getting you. Getting my fucking diamond. Yeah. yeah, and then um, Harley actually she apologizes to Cassandra because at this point Cassandra was lightening up on her because she did kind of like sell her out because yeah. she was gonna get the money, and she tells her like, "Hey, I'm so sorry for doing that and being an asshole. Like, I really do care about you, and all this stuff is just you make me a better person. You make me want to be better." And Cassandra's like. 
like you know I feel the same way like I I like you and she's like I'm sorry because I stole something from you and she's like what did you steal I stole your ring and she pulls a professional if you know that movie you know what I'm talking about she grabbed two grenades earlier in the movie and she put a grenade in Black Mass pocket and pulled the pin Black Mass understands what the fuck that meant and he starts trying to grab the grenade out Harley comes by tosses his ass off the pier and you would think in a movie like this he would fall into the water and then explode oh no he explodes before he hits the water and I was like god damn yeah he like and he for real exploded like they were not fucking playing around with this <laughs> it was rough and I was like oh yeah it's right there so uh afterward they all meet up at a I don't know what type of restaurant it is some nice cheap place probably the food's great and they're all laughing. They're like, you were badass. And you were cool. And you did this Oh, it was like a Mexican restaurant. It was the margarita place that she oh, got yeah, mad yeah. at her roller derby team. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's really cool. It was nice to have everybody together. And then Cassandra finally realizes she's got to take a shit. So she's been drinking laxatives and eating stuff this whole time. And she's like, I got to go. And so Harley is like, um, let me go get the colander. I got to sift through this poop to get the diamond. And so... Um, the other girls are sitting there and they're like, we should like make a group and work together. We were good out there together. Yeah. And Huntress is like, yeah, I don't really have any I don't got anything plans. else to do. Like, like, I already killed all the people I meant to kill. Yeah. I needed to kill. And Black Canary's like, well, I don't got a job, so. I don't got shit to do. Sure, why not? Yeah. And then we see Harley and Cassandra, they scoot off. And like, son of a bitch, you stole my car. And but, the diamond. Yeah. So we, But we find out, um, it's apparently in the as she's talking about it, she gave the girls the hidden accounts that Black Mask wanted, gave them those accounts. So they have tons of money and they use that money to fund their group, Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. And then she sold the diamond. So that scene where she went in. Went to a pawn shop. Yeah. And got a fuck ton of money. Yeah. That's what she did. And then she takes. It's not enough money for that diamond, by the way. That would have been millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. But then she steal stuff all the time anyway. Yeah, go so. anywhere besides Gotham to sell that fucking diamond. Right. <laughs> Gotham is trash. And so she takes Cassandra as her, like... Apprentice. Yeah. And then they scoot off and they have themselves some egg sandwiches. And I was like, oh. And Bruce, he didn't die. He just, like, got blowed up and flew away or something. <laughs> and they found him he, down like, the street. He, like, ran away when the explosion yeah. happened and, and so found Br- him. Bruce is in the back seat and she's got her stuffed beaver. Uh, apparently in the comics... That stuff, Beaver, she thinks it can talk. Yeah. Well, she talks to it in the movie. And apparently she thinks it's alive when she's not looking. And apparently there was a whole story arc about that Beaver, <laughs> like, doing stuff. Harley Quinn comics are awesome. Because she, she's insane. Yes. It, they're absolutely crazy. And so, it, that's it. And they roll off. I hope there's more to this world. I enjoyed it. And it's, It was really good. It's very refreshing to not have Batman around, even though this movie would have been cooler if batman was just there and it's like oh shit batman's here and everybody just gets quiet and like we gotta go i like that part but this is fun so katie who's your favorite character in birds of prey black canary i love 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 journey smollett and i have loved her forever um she played denise in full house and she was, like, my favorite character in Full House growing up because she was, like, sassy and just amazing. And 
She was like Michelle's best friend when they were little kids. And she kind of like fell off the face of the earth. So she was like in Full House and did a couple of things around that same age when she was like 10 and under, like under 10. And then she just disappeared for a while and wasn't in like a whole bunch of mainstream stuff. And then she came back um, recently in a big way. She was in uh, that HP in Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. um, as like the main character of Lovecraft Country. And then she was in this Birds of Prey as Black Canary. She was just fucking great. She was such a badass in this movie. She kicked so much fucking ass. And her final like big she has a beautiful singing voice. Let me say. She sings in, like, the nightclub scenes, and her singing voice is beautiful. She does also sing in Lovecraft Country. Um, Beautiful. But then her big reveal at the end with her actual superpower, like, the first person we've seen in these movies to have an actual superpower um, was fucking fantastic. Uh, I've loved the character of Black Canary since Smallville. Hey, guess what? There was a lot of shit in Smallville. Um, and I feel like they did a really good job of that, like with that character in Smallville and this expanding like on the Black Canary lore was just fucking fantastic. And I hope that they make more of these and make her end up with the arrow because that would be fucking great because that's what happens in the movies or in the comics and it would be fantastic for her to end up with Stephen Amell. Like how cute would that be? Yeah, that'd be Um, pretty cool. (laughs) But, I mean, I know it won't be him because Warner Brothers doesn't like to do that. But whoever they end up choosing for the next cinematic Green Arrow, like, it'd be really fucking cool to bring Black Canary together for them to be, like, together. Together. That would be fucking cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. So, I didn't just pick one. I said the group as a whole. Uh, when they're together, it, it put a smile on my that face. That end was fucking great. That fight was the best choreographed fight scene like the coolest choreographed fight scene in a movie that like in a superhero movie i've ever seen that like in that joke house like on all the stuff they were like using to their advantage in the fight oh that's fucking cool yeah it's ugh, it was really good but anytime they're together it made me smile so uh but like you guys know uh, i don't have to like the main character but the side people keep me invested i'm in on a movie and like huntress and cassandra kane and renee montoya and blake and Harry. all four of them were great and harley was good too so it was just just a little cherry on top and i was like i love all five of them i'm happy this is it so uh who's your least favorite character mm, you're gonna hate me for this zaz was Aww, my least favorite character i understand <laughs> um his character was obnoxious and annoying and they played like the way that Chris Messina played it was like he did a great job because I couldn't even tell that it was him but I don't know there was just this like feeling that Zaz wanted more of a romantic relationship with Black Mask (laughs) like Zaz kind of had this admiration, like, attraction thing happening to Black Mask. Like, he was getting jealous. He was getting, yeah, he was jealous of these things that were happening. And just the way that he would interact when he was alone with Black Mask was very, uh, like, homoerotic. And they never 
went anywhere with it. And he just kept getting more assholey throughout the film because of this, like, unreciprocated love or whatever that it seemed to be there. Like, maybe I'm just adding things, but I totally felt like that was intentional. Um, And because of that, his jealousy just made him this, like, super dick to every person. And he was, like... Super, he tried to be like this super macho man aggressive with all the women, and it came off as just like rapey and annoying, and I couldn't handle it. Like, <laughs> I, ugh, Zaz was bad. I did not like Zaz. So, yeah, no, I got that the thing from Zaz. I, I, I liked it. It was funny because just anytime Canary was like in the room, and he was just like, are, are we going to do this meeting? Like, she was late. She needs to leave, right? Like, <laughs> it just... It, I think it was more of, he's just a crazy person, and yeah. they have their, like, schedule of things, how they do things. And then when Canary popped up, it's like, but we always meet up for breakfast, and we talk about what we're going to do. And she came in late, and it's like, well, she came in late. Like, like she's not supposed to be in there. It just... He's just weird, but he has quirks. And so, yeah, he was very eccentric, but it... His ex- eccentricities made it feel like he had a, like a crush. Oh on no, Black I thought Mask. so too. Yeah. I thought so too. But nah, yeah, I'm I'm sad that you didn't like him. I thought he was great. Uh, my he was just my least favorite. Oh yeah, not that I didn't like him. He was just my least favorite. Yeah, no. So my least favorite character, I put down shitty cops. Oh yeah, they suck. Uh, Gotham PD is trash. Yes, as a whole, they are. Across there are, the board, there are good cops there. Uh, like two. When Commissioner Gordon gets around, he's like cleans it up a lot more. It's just Commissioner Gordon and the girl in this movie, right? Yeah, Montoya, uh, Detective Bullock is really good. Okay, three. So there's like three. There are a couple more, but they're like. Oh, uh, from Dark Knight, um, uh, Robin. Jesus. He was good. <laughs> you had to call me Robin. I was like, fuck this movie. From Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. But uh, yeah, no, cops are shitty in Gotham. It makes me sad. So, uh, I was, I understood that that was going to happen. Like, hey, female cop that talks like she's in an 80s movie. 100% she is getting looked over on everything she does in a cop situation. Yep, it's happening. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh, Renee was there, but I served the day. And they're like, yeah, that sounds right. And I'm like, yeah, not only was she it. female, she was also of a minority. It was like, she had everything working against her. Older, minority, female. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No one really, like, they would listen to her, but then they just didn't understand because she was so good at her job. She's like... She was so many steps ahead of everyone yeah, else Yeah, that it sounded like she was just guessing. Now, I get that part. Some of those things, she didn't have enough evidence to be like, hey, in a court of law, Katie did this. But she would lead you down the right path when it's like, and if we could just, like, catch people off of just what you say, the world would be so much better. But yeah. we don't got evidence first, so... Uh, but no, shitty cops, they always make me frown. So, let's do seven word synopsis. So mine was, and I think it's probably the same one as for Wonder Woman, for any movie like this. A female-led movie works? Go figure. So, I... Yeah, let that one marinate. Yeah, I swear. Uh, <sighs> you know, I shouldn't have to wait so long for characters. Boy, if a movie's him. good... <laughs> It's good. It doesn't have to be a female-led thing. And I know there are benchmarks that need to be said. I can't wait till the day where 
we don't have to be like, oh, first this did this movie. I just want, yeah. I just want good people doing movies. But hey, I'm fine with that now. Give whatever. If we had to tell every benchmark for things, so be it. One day, whatever gets us good movies. Yeah, but one day we won't have to do those benchmarks. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Katie. Okay, I got two. Scorched Earth Harley Quinn adds girl gang. Yeah. Because that's what this whole fucking movie was. Um, yeah. She went scorched earth on Gotham and said, fuck it. Fuck all of you people. Like, I can't. Um, and then my final one. What a great depiction of Black Canary. From start to finish. Fucking fantastic. And I hope, 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 hope they make a Birds of Prey 2. Because... She was fantastic, and I would love to see her expand on her powers and use some of her other, like, super cool badass voice moves that she has in the comics. Ugh, because it was so good. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Okay, so this film came out February 7th, 2020. <laughs> so, you know, COVID and shit, you know? Yeah, it lasted six weeks before the world shut down. Not yeah. even six weeks. Yeah. Like not... five weeks before the world shut down. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think the budget for this movie was? $60 million. Not bad. Uh, around 82 to to $100 million. Okay. A little so, more than I was expecting. but Because yeah. there's not as much CGI in this film. So... Yeah. Okay. So what do you think the box office was? I said $75 million, mm-hmm. Um, And the reason I'm lowballing it is because this movie, like I ranted at the beginning, WB did this movie dirty with its press mm-hmm. and publicity um, and did not... The trailer sucked. The publicity for this movie sucked. Everything leading into this movie the name change from just birds of prey to birds of prey to the fantabulous emancipation of her harley quinn like that was fucking overboard we didn't need any of that and i think it left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths and they didn't go see this movie because of that mm-hmm. um and on top of that this was a month before covid shut the world down so rather than getting a full like six to eight weeks run uh, that a normal superhero movie gets, it had a much smaller run. So that's why my number is so low. So 70? 75. So the box office was actually 201 million. Wow. More than I expected, but not as much as it should have been. Yeah. So the money they needed, I want to say around 270 just to break even. So they didn't break even. Uh, a lot of reasons, the low start, so COVID. Um, apparently there might have been a possible lack of demand for a solo film around Harley Quinn. I, I kind of understand that. Which I get that, but this wasn't really a solo film. Yeah, but so all those names you went through, uh, they changed the name. There's actually one more. It was Harley Quinn dot dot Birds of Prey. There was another name that they used. So if you bought a ticket online or in some of the marquees, that's what they used. Harley Quinn dot dot Birds of Prey. Yeah. So the names got weird, and so the confusing title, the R rating, that limits a lot of people watching it. I like the R rating, yes. though. This movie needed the R rating. It oh, is very graphic. There's a lot. There's like drug use at one point. She like takes a whole bunch of 
cocaine. Like, it's just hilarious scene with, like, all this cocaine dust that's, like, flying in the air. Um, it deserved an R rating, and I think it would have done well if they had just stuck with just Birds of Prey and the trailer had really done the rest of the team justice. Mm-hmm. Like, and focused on the rest of the team. Like, it it was a mess. Well, I think COVID gave everybody kind of a, a mulligan on things because Harley Quinn's going to pop back up and obviously in the Suicide Squad movie. Suicide Squad 2. And then Gotham City Sirens. And that's a group with Poison Ivy, Batgirl, and then Harley pops up sometimes, and so there are other people. We're getting a Gotham City Sirens movie? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And so, uh, ooh, and the director, Kathy Yon, she said she would be interested in doing a sequel, and that gets into Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy's relationship. Yes, please. Yes. Please give us queer superheroes. Yes, I think it would be really good. And then everyone else keeps avoiding it. Everyone. Fucking DC's avoiding it. And fuck everyone. Like, no one wants to just say that people are queer. Like, Marvel just did it. Marvel's been around putting out movies and shows and shit for over 10 years at this point. Mm -hmm. Consistently, like, every couple of months for 10 years. And they finally just now like agreed and mentioned bisexual like a character's bisexuality and gender fluidity that is common knowledge for literal decades Mm -hmm. like come the fuck on yeah so it's i think we'll be fine we'll get more of margot robbie as harley quinn which is kind of like um with deadpool with uh Everybody. I can't remember his name. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Certain people just need to be a character, and then they use their energy to make it better. Uh, she will definitely push for another Birds of Prey film or just some group situation with more characters. Margot Robbie loves the situation. I hope so. that the Gotham City Sirens includes Black Canary um, and Huntress. Like, I don't mind so much if the cop yeah, isn't Montoya. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, give or take. Like, I, I, I don't care, really. But, you know, I do care a lot about um, Black Canary and Huntress. And I would love to see them pop up in Gotham City Sirens. Like, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, so... Or uh, Birds of Prey too. Yeah. And just bring the people that they were going to put in Gotham City Sirens and bring them over to Birds of Prey. Like... Let's just make a super duper female group with everybody involved, including yeah. Poison Ivy. Yeah. We'll we'll see. I hope they do more. Uh, this world's great. Gotham, when Batman's doing something else, it's a really cool world. Uh, there's tons of comics that just Batman's doing something else. Like Ben Affleck's somewhere beating up somebody to death. But that... Not to death. Almost, almost to, to death. death. Yeah. But these two or three days that he's not in Gotham... Hey, look at this black mask getting his ass exploded with a grenade. <laughs> you know, it's just—it's yeah. a fun world. It's just—I hope they keep going with it. So, uh, you got anything else to say about Birds of Prey? It was really good. Ignore all the critic reviews. Go watch this fucking movie. It is so good. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. It's so fucking yeah. good. I just love Gotham stuff, so it made me smile. It was just 
Another look into Gotham. So Gotham's a shit show. Yes, it is. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, if you have anything you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So I think we got like maybe one or two more DC movies that uh, we haven't previously seen. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I know we're gonna get some Marvel stuff in. Uh, oh, we're doing an old DC with the boys. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, this is DC month, honestly. So yeah, it'll be Marvel month because Black Widow comes out in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Or no, it comes out next week. Oh, yeah. So we're so, going to get some Marvel stuff. We're going to get to talk about something that we haven't seen yet from Marvel, which is exciting. And then we'll go back and we'll talk about some Marvel stuff that we haven't watched in a while because it's been a long time since we've gone back and watched the old stuff. Yeah. Well, but we're I'm, not going to we're not gonna watch Iron Man 2 or 3, don't. No, we're just going to skip them. Those aren't good. They're making them sad. <laughs> so, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another comic movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.